Welcome to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning workshop whisperer podcast as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to titanium sponsor, Mechanic Desk and gold sponsor, Podium. Whispering Loudly is the workshop whisperer podcast. Hi, I'm producer Mel and I'm with Rachel Evans and coming up next, our performance hub episode, the first one for this season. It's super exciting to have Dean Evans on for another season of the Workshop Whisperer podcast, Whispering Loudly. Today, we're going to hear about overwhelm. There's two different types. We're going to help you identify which one you're suffering from. Dean Evans up next on Whispering Loudly, the Workshop Whisperer podcast. Welcome to Performance Hub with Dean Evans. Today, we are excited to be joined by Coach Dean Evans. He always brings so much to the pod. Today, we're going to talk about overwhelm, and we're really excited to hear what he's got to offer. So thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Great to be here again. Okay, let's jump straight into our our performance hub for today, which is touching on overwhelm, but a particular area of it. Yeah, well, we want to keep this podcast uh, you know quite short and sweet because a mountain of times do we hear from clients inside the engine room or uh, you know people in and around the industry about how uh, you know stressed and overwhelmed they feel with everything they've got going on, and uh, that's really what we want to zero in on for this episode. Okay, so where do we start with this? Well, I think the first place to understand is that stress plays an important role in performance, but the distinction here is that there's two types of stress. There's one type of stress that makes us vulnerable uh, and exposes us to uh, you know a high level of stress that actually is counterproductive to what we want to do, right, which is uh, get work out the door. And, uh, you know, that form of stress is uncontrollable, it's unpredictable, and it is prolonged, i.e. it extends for, you know, a, a long period of time. Under those conditions, we become vulnerable to poor performance. But the other type of stress, right, this is stress that helps us to build a tolerance. Essentially, it helps us to produce a level of resilience that allows us to get work done. Now, this type of stress is predictable, manageable, and controllable. Perhaps the best example of this is in the 1970s, a bunch of environmental scientists built this really big biosphere where they attempted to control the environment and grow, you know, plants, vegetation, trees in this biosphere. But they experienced one problem, and that was as trees grew taller, they just started falling over, right? For no reason, they would just fall over. And the one thing that the scientists understood was not present in that environment was wind, right? The trees as they grew weren't exposed to the ongoing stress of a breeze, wind, you know, wind gusts. Therefore, they didn't grow strong enough roots that would allow the tree to remain upright under those conditions okay so we've got the two types of stress one that makes us vulnerable but one that makes us resilient and they come down to the level of you know how controllable the stress is how predictable the stress is and how prolonged the stress is so what does it mean if our shop owner is overwhelmed well that's a great question well let's come back to those three things right let's talk about stress that is uncontrollable right well if the shop owner is always saying yes, always saying yes to the team, always saying yes to customers, always saying yes to suppliers, you know, then it's actually other people that are controlling their day, not 
the workshop owner. That's going to create an incredible sense of stress for the owner themselves, which of course will flow onto the team. The second is, you know, if the stress is not predictable, i.e. they're trying to do too much in a day, they're trying to work on too many cars, they're trying to do too many hours, again, that is going to increase the level of stress uh, that they're going to experience and they will pass that on to their team as well. And then finally, it's whether the stress is manageable, how prolonged it is, right? So you know, if they're unable to you know, manage the team in an effective manner, if you like, then it creates this environment of stress. There's no release valve. There's no way to remove or reduce the sense of anxiety or pressure that everyone in that workshop will feel. And under those conditions, there's only one thing that's going to happen, and that is that the overall productivity of the team will drop, not because the team doesn't want to do the work, doesn't know how to do the work, but simply because they are going to go into a mode of self-preservation. You know, our energy as a human being is not a finite resource. It's the number one reason why we sleep at night is to allow our body to replenish its energy. That's why we've got to make sure that we hydrate ourselves correctly, you know, that we, uh, that we fuel our body correctly. So under uncontrollable, unpredictable and prolonged stress, our team will go into a self-preservation mode and they will work at a rate that they believe is critical for their own survival. Again, not because they don't know how to do the work, not because they don't want to do the work, but simply on an unconscious level, they've already made a decision. Well, if I've got to do this many cars, it's going to take me this amount of hours. I know I can't redline this for the rest of the day. I'm going to have to slow down. So what's the key insight there for an owner? It's simple. You've got to create a predictable workflow across your day. You know, you've got to know what your optimal KPIs are. You've got to create a manageable environment for your team, all right? We can't ask them to continually do more than they're energetically capable of doing. And thirdly, you know, we've got to wrestle back control of the day. We've got to learn how to say no, or at the very least, learn how to say not now. They are the three key ways to start to manage the sense of overwhelm and stress that occurs from day to day. And I imagine that, as we're working through those key things, if the owner recognises that they've been in this sort of overwhelmed space for quite a while, there is going to be some damage to the team that is going to require additional nurturing as well. It's not just the owner that takes this on and, hey, I've got to make changes. It's really got to be some in-depth conversation with the team as well. Absolutely. Psychologically, right, we know two of the main fear responses, right, fight or flight. But they're actually secondary responses. The first response is to flock to people or places that we feel safe. So if the team is all starting to band together and slowing down, again, that's another insight that, you know what, these guys are feeling scared. They're afraid. You know, in basic language, they're feeling a bit unloved, a bit uncared for, perhaps a little bit, you know, forgotten. And so absolutely, you know, the owner is going to need to do some work on repairing the level of trust in the relationship so the team will come back out to play 
enjoy their day, have some fun, uh, you know, based around the work they do and actually start to, you know, build that team harmony, that team morale again. Okay. Well, there you go. If you, as the owner, have been feeling like you're in overwhelm, have a think about whether you're falling into the first category, which was where you're feeling vulnerable, you're exposed to uncontrollable, unpredictable, prolonged bouts of stress, or whether you're sitting in the second camp, which is more predictable, manageable and controllable, the type that's helping you build resilience. And if you're falling into the first one, there's those key insights that you spoke about, Dean, in order to uh, help you transition out of that carefully with your team. Thanks so much, Dean, for being on the Performance Hub today. If you have a question for us here on the Whispering Loudly podcast and you'd like to find out how your auto repair shop can grow, then please email us admin at workshopwhisperer.com and we will answer your question on an upcoming Workshop Whispers episode. Thanks for listening to Whispering Loudly, the award-winning Workshop Whisperer podcast, as featured by Apple with Rachel Evans, the number one automotive business coach in the aftermarket. Thanks to Titanium sponsor, Mechanic Dead and gold sponsor, Podium.